Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Hello and welcome to the Leveling Up podcast with me, Jules Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder. I'm also the founder of BBB Success Groups for ambitious entrepreneurs and extreme growth masterminds. The Leveling Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the small business owner, desires. We're here to give you the inspiration, the motivation and to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget to tune in every Monday and Wednesday for mindset, attitude and personal performance and of course business growth content and every Friday for a Friday five minute fix. Subscribe to this podcast and never miss an episode. Okay, so today we are talking about the need to say no. Why you need to have a cast iron no as a business owner. I'm telling you now, cast iron no is going to serve you in all areas of your life, not just in business. Before, however, you can say no, you need to know what you're saying no to. In other words, you need to have an agenda. Now, when I say the word agenda, it can really get the hairs up on people's backs because when we hear the word agenda, it's normally done like in a negative context, like she's got an underhand agenda or a hidden agenda. Does this make sense? And it feels somehow that it's manipulative, that it's someone that's trying to get one over everybody else. When I'm talking about having an agenda, what I mean by that is you just have a destination in mind and you have a roadmap on how to get there and you are absolutely disciplined and focused on that journey and that destination, and you hold yourself accountable to ultimately staying on track and achieving those overall objectives. What we're talking about here is goals. So before you can even worry about saying no, you need to know what you're saying no to. And to do that, you must have an agenda. And to have a cast iron agenda, you must set goals. Now, typically, many people don't set goals. And out of those that do set goals, very few of them set them properly. And out of the ones that do set them properly, very few of them set them consistently. Goal setting, agenda setting is one of those things that pays off when you do it habitually, when you do it year after year, month after month, week after week. And when you hold yourself accountable to those goals, or more importantly, actually, when you're held accountable to those goals, then you start to really tap into the success that is available to you. All successful, all successful people set goals. Even the ones I've heard that kind of feel they don't set goals still set goals, they just don't necessarily do it formulaically. Now, for you out there, you probably do need a methodology, a formula to follow, because if you've never set goals or you're not sure if you're setting them properly, how do you know you're setting them properly, okay, especially if you're having hit and miss success in achieving those goals? So here's something I want you to understand right now. Most people who fail to achieve their goals, a big proportion of that is because they're setting the goals 
badly at the beginning. They're either setting the wrong goals or they're setting the goals badly. And then, of course, there's a whole host of reasons they might fail, even if they do set them properly, like oversetting those goals or getting massively distracted either by yourself or by other people. And of course, this is where your agenda is absolutely critical because once you've got your goals in place, once you know where you're going, once you commit yourself to that path, now you know what to say no to. It's anything that deviates you off of that path. It's an absolute focus. It's an absolute discipline that super successful people just either naturally get, whatever that means, they picked it up somewhere along the way, or they've deliberately cultivated So if you're not already setting goals, if you're not already setting out your agenda, you are missing a massive part of what creates successful people's success. To give you an idea of how important it is, across success groups and our Stream Growth Masterminds, every single one of our members has to follow my 10-hour goal-setting program. Now, it's 10 hours of audio. It takes at least 20 hours to complete. But remember, we're setting goals for the next 365 days. As success groups and our masterminds, we're not just setting business goals, we're setting life goals as well, okay? So you've got 365 days worth of working towards these goals. I think it's not a lot to ask to put two or three days in up front to make sure that you're absolutely setting the right goals for you and your business for that year. So if you aren't setting goals right now, you need to set goals. If you are setting goals right now, then you need to make sure you're doing it properly, okay? And I said this before, the number of members that come my way, these are businesses that aren't just startups, by the way. These aren't wet behind the ears. These are businesses sometimes being around 10 years, 15 years or more, businesses doing multiple millions of pounds, and they do set targets, etc. However, very often, once they've done my goal-setting program, the whole attitude changes around what goal setting actually is. So it's absolutely essential that you do goal setting properly. The word is properly um, in order to make sure that you have the right goals that you can have absolute faith and trust in. So you just get your foot on the floor and you can just accelerate as fast as possible towards achieving those goals whilst, yes, enjoying the view and enjoying the journey and everything else. That's also important. But you must have an agenda. To have an agenda, you must set goals. To set goals, you must make sure you're following a methodology that guarantees that you're setting absolute cast iron goals that you can have every faith and trust in. Once you've got that destination, you need to have a plan, a strategy on how to achieve those goals. That's your roadmap. Once you've got your roadmap, it's discipline and commitment to keeping yourself on track to achieving those goals. That's when you need a cast iron no. There is way more that you could do than you can do in any given month, year, any given day, any given moment. Right now, you are listening to this and I'm very happy to have you on board, but I know there's probably 10 other things you could be doing right now. That's why I never take it for granted when people listen to my podcast or they tune into my videos or my webinars, for example, because I'm well aware that there are many other things out there vying for your time and your attention. So I don't take it lightly and that's why I commit to always giving the best value, the best content I possibly can, because I am well aware as a business owner, there are potentially a hundred things you could be doing right now 
And I really appreciate the fact you've chosen to do this one with me, to listen to this right now with me. But here's the thing. There's so much you could do. There's only so much you can do. And therefore, we have to start working out what is the stuff that we must do in order to keep ourselves on track. That's when we start saying no. If you don't say no, then anything that deviates you off of that path is now detracting from you achieving your overall objectives in life. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be massively belligerent with this. I'm not saying that you can't go off and, you know, on a little soiree and a little sightseeing trip in life every now and again and explore different avenues as you're going towards your goals. But understand that every single one of them is detracting from the overall objective. And therefore, you need to be very mindful that when you're getting distracted, that you are paying the price for that. So, for example, I set my goals in stone. I know where I'm going. But it's something really like cool and exciting kind of pops up that's a, an adventure or an opportunity that I think might really benefit me either in business or personally I might entertain temporarily getting distracted I'm not going to deviate my whole path right that'd be crazy but I might allow a temporary diversion to enjoy or to explore this opportunity and then get myself back on track however I do not delude myself that I haven't paid the price that there's going to be some catching up to do down the line does this make sense you want to have the discipline to stay on track. However, for the fulfillment and enjoyment of life, sometimes we do have to go on these little, you know, these little soirees, as I call them. Um, But understand this, if you get too caught up in those, then inevitably you will not achieve your overall objectives. Saying no is not about saying no to everything. It's having a cast iron no in you so you can say no to the right things. That's what this is about. You've been able to say no to those things that either detract you too much or those other people in your life that maybe have their own agendas, they keep pulling you onto their agendas and it keeps distracting you and detracting you from your overall objectives yourself. It's been able to start saying no. You need to have a cast iron no. Now, when I learned this, by the way, was really interesting, okay? So I had a client once and she was very heavily into Tantra, okay? Now, if you are aware of Tantra, then uh, then great, this will make sense. If you're not aware of Tantra, tantra then basically what it is, it's like, a, and I'm probably going to insult her my, my definition now, it's like meditation and it's like Uh, spirituality, but through sexual energy, okay? Now, I was very naive talking to this lady, and I'm like, yeah, but you don't actually get your clothes off, do you? She went, yes, of course you take your clothes off because we're dealing with sexual energy. And I'm like, yeah, 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 but you don't actually, like, kind of do anything with each other, do you? And she's like, yes, it's tantra. We're dealing with sexual energy. Of course we do stuff with each other. Anyway, right, so my naivety, I was like a little schoolboy in there thinking, really, this stuff happens? Anyway, right, all the respect in the world for her and what she was doing and everything else. And as I learned more and more about it, I gained more and more greater respect for what it was. But here's the point, actually. It's not the tantra. The point is this. I've dealt with, in the past, victims of violent crime. And I've dealt with victims of, I've helped rehabilitate victims of, 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 of sexual crimes, right? And people have been abused sexually. And I'm saying to this lady, right, but, you know, at what point, you know, are we running a risk here with Tantra that it could potentially be damaging? Now, again, my naivety was speaking. Now I understand the whole process and that from her. Um, I totally understand the safety and the precautions. But here's the line she said, and this is why it's important to this podcast, even though we did take our own as a soiree there into Tantra. She said to me, because before anyone can say yes to anything, they have to have a cast iron no. 
Now, I can't remember if she said the word cast iron. I added that one. But she said, you've got to have a cast iron no. Because if you can't say no, you can't actually truly say yes. And if you're saying yes in Tantra, for example, to the wrong things or allowing the wrong things or for things to go at a pace that you're not comfortable with, it can actually potentially damage you. Now, of course, it doesn't happen because it's facilitated very carefully and properly and everything else, okay? But the, the, the bottom line is... The concept of before you can really say yes to something, you have to be able to say no to it really struck a chord with me. And ever since then, I've been using it around goal setting. I've been using it about uh, entrepreneurs and business owners sticking to their agendas. Before you can say yes, you must have a cast iron no. Otherwise, when you say yes, you might not necessarily mean yes. You're just saying yes because either it's what you fancy right now. It's because you don't want to upset somebody else. It's because you get easily distracted. It's more fun. You're bored doing what you are doing, even though what you're doing is super important. Does this make sense? So actually, if you don't have a no in you, even when you're saying yes, you're not really saying yes. And that can lead to massive resentment. You can resent yourself. You can end up resenting the person you're saying yes to, even though they're just asking you if you would do something for them or if you would mind doing something or other. And that pulls you off your gender. You say yes, because maybe you just do because you want to be nice or because you're a people pleaser, a little bit like myself. And saying no feels like maybe they're not going to like you as much as they might do. And you've learned that saying yes makes people like you because it does. People like people that say yes to them all the time. However, that's not always the best thing for you. You get pulled down that agenda, you get distracted, you end up resenting them for it, even though all they did was ask if you wouldn't mind nicely doing something for them. So you must have a cast iron agenda because if you've got a cast iron agenda, you know where you're going. Now you get to say no. And when people start to ask you to do things on their behalf or when life throws you possibilities or opportunities that take you off of that path, if you can't say no, when you say yes to them, you're not really saying yes to them. You're just not saying no to them. Does this make sense? This is why it's so important to have a cast iron no. In fact, this is major content in uh, my 28-day self-esteem reboot challenge. So for entrepreneurs, in fact, for the general public at large, this program is completely free of charge. And it's for people that feel that they have lower self-esteem, lower self-confidence than they would want. And if you have low confidence, low self-confidence, or you have low self-esteem, or just lower levels of self-esteem, then what happens is you can find it very hard to say no to people. As your confidence and self-esteem starts to rise, you find it increasingly easier to say no to people without it meaning anything to you, without it meaning you're a bad person, or even if the other person feels uh, rejected by you, or they maybe don't like you as much as they liked you before, it doesn't matter because your own self-esteem levels are high, your own self-confidence levels are high. So I run that program. I'll put a link actually in the descriptions of this podcast, um, because if you do feel that you could use a reboot of your self-confidence, a reboot of your self-esteem, then get yourself onto the 28-day self-esteem reboot challenge. It's a 28-day program to reboot confidence and self-esteem to take you and your business to the next level. And uh, one of the sections, just one of the sections is this content. It's about you've got to have this cast iron no and people with, you know, less than cast iron self-esteem and self-confidence often find themselves saying yes to the wrong things and that detracts them and distracts them from their overall overall objectives. Okay, so if you are a people pleaser, I, conf I confess I am one myself, saying no can be a fucking nightmare. You can really feel bad. You feel like a bad person. If you've learned this, you know I'm on a 
about if you haven't learned this, if this isn't your trait, it may sound completely alien to you, but it's really common out there that people with lower levels of self-esteem or low levels of confidence or people who are people pleasers, and sometimes those two things can go hand in hand, absolutely fine. It's so hard to say no to people because it makes them feel like a bad person. It makes them feel like they're going to be judged harshly. And they've learned, people please have learned that if I say yes to people, then they'll like me. If I say yes to people, then I'm safe. And whilst it's nice to do nice things for each other, whilst I'm saying say no, I definitely say yes to other people and I definitely help where I can. I have to have the ability to say no. Does this make sense? So that before I start saying yes to things, I really evaluate whether or not this thing that pulls me off my agenda is really the right thing or not. And that's all I'm saying here today. I'm not saying you should say no to everything. I'm not saying you should say no to anything. I'm just saying you have to have a cast iron rock solid no so that before you say yes to something, you really are saying yes to something. I don't want you to feel guilty about this. If you start feeling guilty about saying no, then there's other things going on there that you might need to resolve potentially because it is going to get in the way of you ultimately living your life your way, leading your business the way, to, the, to the destination that you want to take it to. Okay, so I want to share with you a little story, a little anecdote on this. And uh, if you're not used to saying no, then don't expect to be an expert at saying no. So when I coached a former client many years ago, I think maybe like eight years ago, maybe more now, nine years ago, this guy came to me, I was working with him, and it became obvious that he, he couldn't say no to people, okay? And he'd been pushed around pretty much his whole life. His whole business had been pushed around by other people. He had or had had a pretty successful business but lost it. And he really struggled to say no. So I started working with him on this concept of saying no, and I was sharing similar stuff to what I'm sharing with you right now, even though I've evolved, obviously, my thinking over those years. And we started practicing no, And if you really struggle to say no yourself, I want you also to start practicing saying no. Now, that doesn't mean you become a belligerent arsehole that just says no everywhere. What I mean by that is just start saying no to the little things. You know, start saying no to the little things. The little things that either come up in you to distract you or maybe from other people that would distract you. The little things that don't feel life-threatening, for example. So with this particular guy, one day he goes to this course and uh, he's sitting on this chair And someone comes up and there's a chair next to him that he's saving for someone that he's meeting there. And someone came up and said, excuse me, is this chair taken? Can I sit in this chair? Now, normally, even though he was waiting for somebody else and he was saving the chair, he would normally have been super polite, uber polite, and just said, yes, yes, of course, you may sit there, and then had to work it out later. Either he would have moved with the other person or given the other person his chair. It would have made life complicated, okay? This particular time, because he was practicing saying no, and it's not a life-threatening no, it's just saying no to someone sitting in a chair, okay? And there's obviously many ways of saying no. However, he hadn't really developed the finer understandings of this yet. He hadn't developed the fine-tuning that you can say no and really mean no, or you can be super polite and still say no, okay? And how this came out was someone came up to him and says, can I sit here? To which he turns around and says, no, right? Completely over the top, mega aggressive, completely unreasonable, okay? 
Now, he came back to me. He felt really bad about this. And I said, listen, don't beat yourself up so much. Of course, it was inappropriate to uh, launch so aggressively at someone who politely came up and asked if they could sit in a seat. However, understand that if you've never learned to say no in all the many colorful varieties of ways that we have of saying no, then don't be surprised that you kind of have an on or off no, as in it's either off, like yes, or it's no, you know, nothing in between. I said, keep practicing with it. Because if you're not used to saying no, it can be really uncomfortable saying no. And if you go out there now, start saying no, and you start, you know, not getting the positive feedback that you want for yourself. In other words, people start looking at you like that's a bit rude, or you find yourself not saying no in the right way, then understand it's all part of the learning process. It's a skill. It's like getting on a bike, okay, and not finding the balancing point straight away. You wouldn't then just give up riding a bike. You keep trying and you keep trying until you find the fine tunes of balance. Now, of course, there's many ways of saying no in that situation. If someone, for example, comes up and says, hi, I hope you don't mind, there's no seats anywhere. Would you mind if I sat in this uh, chair? Can I sit here? And to sit there and say no would be unreasonable. You know you can sit there and say, I'm really sorry, I appreciate your position, but I've got a friend coming, I'm saving it for her, I'm really sorry. Right? You still mean no, but it's just a nice way of saying no. Okay? So that's my kind of finishing point for you. Don't feel, if you're not used to saying no, that somehow you've got to give the most perfect no's. You may cock it up, you may screw it up. Like this guy, you may end up going a bit too far on the no and being a bit rude. You may also actually underplay the no. So it may be something that needs a really firm no to, you know? I don't know, you know, someone pestering you, for example, on the bus, on the train, on, on, on the pavement or at work you know, and no really does need to mean no, it's possible that your no might come out a little bit weaker than it needs to. It's okay. As you strengthen your no, as you use no more often, you'll start to cultivate and develop a much more sophisticated, like, bandwidth of no's. From the super polite no, all the way through to the no means fucking no at the other end. And you need to make sure that you are always conscious before you say yes, that this no exists for you, that you can actually say no, because until you can say no, you can't truly say yes, and you could end up getting pulled onto other people's agendas, or you get pulled onto distractions, whether those distractions are outside of you or the distractions in your own psyche. You know, the next new idea, the next, you know, whatever exciting thing that you want to chase after. Okay, it takes discipline, it takes absolute commitment. Okay, the more you say no, then the easier it will get to say no. You'll realize that it's not life-ending. Most people don't even mind when you say no, especially if you say no in the right way for that particular situation. You people-pleasers will realize no one's going to die when you start saying no to people. Okay, so before you can say yes, you must have an absolute cast-iron no. Develop it, cultivate it. Before you even know what you're saying yes or no to, you have to have that agenda. Make sure you set your goals properly. Everyone at Success Groups, I say this before, 20 hours plus they put into this. Plus we have a whole goal setting system they plug those goals into to hold them accountable. It's not a case of just having an idea of what you want or setting some goals on a piece of paper. There's a whole methodology that you need to do in order to give yourself the best chance of setting the right goals and then of course sticking to those goals. And a big part of sticking to those goals is being able to say no to those things that would distract you or detract you from that path. 
Nice one, guys. If you're a people pleaser, this is essential content. You must develop this. Even if you are accustomed to saying no to people, then uh, you certainly, I am sure, would have learned a lot here about what to say yes to, what to say no to, but also not just belligerently saying no, making sure you say no to the right things that keep you on track for your overall agenda. Something for everyone in today's podcast. Okay, awesome. If you want to check out that self-esteem reboot challenge that I talked about earlier, I will drop the link into the descriptions. It's a 28-day self-esteem reboot challenge, and it's 28 days to reboot your self-esteem and to reboot your self-confidence. If something's rung true today for you around that, get yourself onto that 28-day program. It's 28 videos, it's 28 days. There's a booklet that goes along with it. It's completely free, but away. It's an absolute give back. As someone that suffered with self-esteem and confidence issues for much of my life, um, I'm absolutely committed to helping people reboot their self-esteem and reboot their self-confidence. So it's there waiting for you, completely free of charge. And uh, please be my guest. Join in on that and uh, join the many hundreds of people that participated in that 28-day self-esteem reboot challenge. Nice one, guys. Thanks very much for being here. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. 